What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Welcome back. All the Smoke, episode 10. Diaz. Finishing out the new year. Man, we're about to get into the, t- the decade of 2010 to 2020 and how wild and, and transcending it was for the game of basketball, where we were in the mix of all this. And we're going to sit back and have fun and reminisce a little bit. I'm cool. With you ready that. to do that? Let's do it. Good to see you, man. You too, man. You've been on a little Episode break for 10, a minute. Yeah, yeah you look hey, you good. kind of lotion-y today, though. Yeah, you mean? It's, it's cold out here. You it is. Stay it moisturized. is. See, they took my jacket. Stay it's moisturized. Cool. Take your hat off real quick. Oh. You ain't got, just like when you, you ain't got no hang. Zero it's hang. Up. It's coming. You know, you look like one of them badass little kids. Like, you're a little badass little kid. It's, take, it's, take, it's taking me back to my... Is it? It's you taking me youthful? back. You know, last time I had my hair like this, I was running in the stands. Be careful. Be careful. All right, man, so let's jump right into this. 2010, man, yeah. I was third. It's crazy, though, because when we go decade by decade, like I was born in 1980. So every decade, I'm, I'm jumping into a whole new, you know, set of numbers. So I'm pulling up on 40. What are you, 41? Be 42. 42, yeah. So the 2010 season, where were you at in 2010, your 2010, I was, who knows, <laughs> uh, Charlotte, maybe? Yeah, that's right. That's I was in I, Charlotte. I left Orlando going to the Lakers, and we beat you guys in the, in the playoffs yeah, that year. I was in Charlotte. Yeah. So this is where, you know, we start, we pick up with LeBron. This is LeBron losing to the Celtics two out of three years, and in the tunnel takes off his jersey. And you knew it was over? I think everyone <laughs> thought something was going on. <laughs> that's a little frustrating when you've been playing basketball all day, and you can't win the game, and 
you playing good with your team, sorry, you just, you Fuck lead it. it. Oh, I got That's quit. It. I just had That's enough. enough. That takes us to the decision. I love the fact that LeBron pretty much changed the landscape of basketball from a standpoint of a player finally being empowered to do what he wants to do. So often, we know it's a business. So when teams cut us, trade us, wave us, don't play us, Fuck us somehow. We got to deal the, with it's it. It's the business. Mm -hmm. But when players start taking control of their narrative and, and doing what is best for them and their brand and their family, they're the bad guy, they're the villain. I think the only, to me, the only place he made a mistake was drawing that long ass, sitting down and just, I'm gone, you know, or, or just, to me, he could have tightened it up. It, it should have been a spectacle. It could, it could have just been more of like, hey, you know, I've decided to, you know, make this new move to Miami. Yeah, <clears> I mean, I agree with you on that too, but like for what he's done for so many players, like I, I just love the fact that he did it his way. Oh, like me, and I'm not mad I can, at it. Like I can I'm see myself. I'm not even mad at it, right? If I was in bronze shoes you and everybody feel was, like that, oh, I could imagine you being what? robe out, chest hair out. I would have showed up, Rose Royce security. Oh, it's like, man, chill out, man. You know what I'm saying? I've been doing a little thing, yeah. walking down the aisle, <laughs> all that, and just chill out. Thirty chains on, like, yeah. man, listen. I know all y'all want to know what I'm doing. You know, I would have yeah. did, yeah. did that times 10. Yeah. But. Like I said, I'm not mad. I just think to me it could have just, it, it rubbed some people the wrong way. But I think the moment overall was amazing for athletes. And when when that let it. me know something about LeBron, huh. he don't give a fuck what nobody think, bro. That's why I love him. I ain't mad at him. He don't give a fuck. I'm going to do it my way. Right. I know or I can highway. go out there and hoop or the and highway. bust everybody ass. And hey, y'all can love it or leave it. You got to take it. And, and everybody was watching. I mean, even me. I'm sitting there watching. Where, where he going? Where he going? He had the whole world watching, bro. That was dope. That was super dope. I'm not dope. mad. I'm not, I'm not mad. But I'm did, just saying did, he did took he some it heat like, for it. Did he do it like the Boys and Girls Club or something like that? I'm not sure. Wait, I don't remember like, where he did it. It ended, up, it ended it. up being the way we was giving back at the same time. You know what I'm saying? He always what people didn't know. He always make it work. But anyway, so this is the, the beginning of Super Teams. Getting the super team. This is a swing in the historical build through the draft and, and hopefully get some good trades to build your team. This is superstars leaving their respective teams and building a team. Um, it, was in it was scary though because when it, when when Braun first went to Miami, everybody was like, oh my God, they finna dominate and they lose the first year. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? So we like, well, is this. Big three shit even mm -hmm. gonna work? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But shit, and then it ended up winning. It was next only two. a matter of time. You right. Know, like we always talk about chemistry. And like I said, shit it could always look good on paper, but you gotta get that chemistry down. I think they learned from that. That was the year I was with the Lakers. I tore my knee going into the playoffs. We were going for a three peat. Dallas beat the dog shit out of us, swept us. Jason Terry hit like 10 threes in one game, and then they ended up beating Teriyaki. LeBron and them in uh in the finals. Dirk only chip. Yeah. That's the one Dirk won, yep. Yeah. Those were good times. I wasn't in the 2010s, though. We'll get to that another time. Um, it's also kind of the beginning of, of, of social activism to speak to, you know, coming up in, in, in the years ahead of that. That's when uh, I think LeBron and, and the whole Miami Heat team had the Trayvon Martin hoodies on and the Eric Garner, I Can't Breathe, I think was the following year. So I think that was kind of the first time him opening those doors, for, like I said, for the rest of us. I, I think with his move to Miami, he opened up for players to kind of take control. And then with his lead, he kind of opened up our platform to kind of speak more on social events, not just sports and things that we really feel that are near and dear to that, us. That, when was the last time the face of the NBA did that or led that? If the face of sports let it. That's what I'm saying. You when know, when was the last? Never. never you know he, what I mean? He's so that's, definitely the that's most why it was woke so big. superstar I think we've ever had in, in, uh, far. Uh, in any sport. 
I think it's come because he he really comes from it. Right. It ain't too many superstars that actually come from the mud. Real LeBron shit. really come from it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and I think he see things different. You know. I wish people would just kind of understand, even not just LeBron, but you know, great players. I think we get so caught up in and we're we're in a social media world, so you you're riding for your team or you want to just hate on guys instead of sitting back and realize like you're witnessing history with some of these guys with KD with Steph with LeBron Mm -hmm. with Kobe and it's crazy you see more slander than you just not that they need praise or look for praise but just you see more hate than you see love not really realizing in in a moment of time when we look back on this more 50 60 70 years old like we witnessed some of the greatest players ever to play this game I think about it a lot because nine out of ten times when somebody asks me about basketball they're asking me about Tim Duncan what you said that's I said, crazy. I said, uh, Serious, nine out of ten crazy. times. Them boys always no, so listen to me. You. What I said. Okay. Nine out of ten times when people ask me about basketball, they ask me about Tim Duncan's series. I'll tell you about it later. Tell but, about yeah, it later. but Tim Duncan is, you know, people ask me about <laughs> Tim Duncan. I'm like, this is the best power forward of all time. In my mind, you know, it might not be to everybody, but to be able to play with him and him to embrace me to see him almost get a quadruple double all the way through the playoffs until the finals, like. That stuff was special, man. And even to come in to see for, to play against J. Kidd at that time in the finals, like, wow. Right. Like, he right. was unbelievable, bro. Right. I think we just get we get a different perspective, obviously, because we're out there doing it. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? And we see the greatness and understand how hard it is to do what they're doing. But I think from the outside looking in, we just live in a day and time where it's 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 almost weak to show love or to show respect or, or to praise someone. It's just a lot easier, people think, to just hate on people. Oh, it's so it's so crazy. much easier to hate than show love. And that's the gift and the curse from social media. You know, it's a lot of players such as ourselves to who were labeled one way in the game to show the world where we are. You know, mm-hmm. we both were just talking about this off camera. That Shout out Showtime. Definitely, that we've been able to grow a brand that's gonna be much bigger than our basketball brand, you know, post-career. Mm-hmm. And that's because of social media and the way we could really kind of, we were both labeled as thugs, gangbangers, bad this, bad that. But the one thing we both always had in common was our teammates loved us. Yep. You know what I mean? So it was just a mis- misconception of what the world thought, thought we were. You know, back in the day when we, you know, coming into this, th- this decade, there wasn't really social media. You know what I mean? Like Twitter had just kind of started going in the early 2000. We didn't really have much of a voice, you know what I mean? So if the media painted us one way, that's who we were, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I think that the, the emergence of social media has given us outlets and given us our own platforms, but also growing the game tremendously to make it what it is today. And, and for guys to make the money it is today, I think a lot has to do with social media and, and guys growing their brands. It's a gift and a curse though. Bro, right. <sighs> <laughs> it's definitely a gift and a curse. Them DMs be trouble. Oh huh? my goodness, it's a gift and a curse. Problem, you know, it was one of a high school kid. His name is Dior on, on uh, Instagram, and mm-hmm. he was talking about how some of these blogs be making certain players look good and blowing them up, mm-hmm. and then when they step up to him, like they really ain't that good. He said he don't he don't even want to be on. He want to he don't want to be a part of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? He want he want to stay real. And a lot of kids these days were like in the NBA. They get caught up in the social media right. world. With the shit they, that ain't real. What? They, and, 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 and they, they feel like, like they something they not. You know what I'm saying? Because they really don't even have to earn a spot no more. I've heard mm-hmm. this from NBA players. Like, guys, young guys don't even show up early no more. A lot of this stuff has changed. Really? And it's because of social media. Yeah, got them feeling themselves. Oh, my goodness. Super confident. Cold game. Get a million followers, is over. Touchback on two it w- was a big thing, like I said, kind of piggybacking on the, off the social media platform. When LeBron, Wade, CP, and Melo... Uh, spoke up at the ESPYs, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of speaking on all the violence and, 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 and the killings and the, and the senseless acts that we continue to, to watch day by day. And I, I think that was huge. Like I said, 
having kids, we know that it just kind of resonates when athletes say it, you know. So them four for sure. But then, yeah, there's no question them four. But I just think, you know, when we start using our voice, our voice is heard around the world, mm -hmm. you know, and that's the kind of attention I think we needed to continue to bring to the bullshit that was happening in the streets with the unjust killings and just where we were as a society. So, I, like I said, you continue to thank these guys for using their platform and opening up these doors. We could jump into a situation too, but both of us kind of went through Donald Sterling. Mm -hmm. You know I mean, this is to the 2013-2014 season. You know, I was with the, we're, we're, I mean, obviously the Clippers, we felt like, you know, we had created a new vibe over there and we really had a chance to win a championship. So, you know, if you, if, if you keep in mind, we were the last team to kind of beat the Warriors before they had their dynasty run. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So we felt like we had something special. We kept, you know, getting each other's way. That's another time. But something that happened during the playoffs that year was the tapes dropped to Donald Sterling. And you were on our team for a little bit that they year. Let me go early right before yeah, that happened. Right before that happened. But, you know, you took it one crazy way, and we talked about it off camera that I yeah. even know how you felt because we hadn't really talked about it because you were already gone by the time it hit. And, and then we took it one way. But mm -hmm. tell me how you took it. Like, I was already at the end of my career. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think me being. So you, so you was on some NWA shit? Well, I was, I was on my Black Panther shit anyway. But being cut, cut before that happened was a blessing in disguise. You oh my goodness! Because I would have, I would have just left the team. I wouldn't have showed up. I wouldn't have showed up to the more games. <laughs> I would have been out. I'd have been outside with the fans, burning the jerseys, burning I, what else? Oh, all that too, burning trees for sure. But I would have been burning all the jerseys. I've been, I've been protesting too. But you I, made I'd a been, song. I've been just as hurt as the fans. You made a song with Face though, didn't you? I made a song called "America the Beautiful" about the whole situation, how I felt. You know, I felt I was like, is it a quarter? Is it a cotton field? And that's a, that's how he made it look. About, you know, and it, it, it was it was just upsetting to me, knowing how much we play the game, know how much we love the game, to know that somebody that you know that that's benefiting off what we love to do feels like that about Crazy. us. You know what I mean? Real quick, product play. Where can they find that song at? America the Beautiful. You can find that um, on iTunes, and you can find it. YouTube. We need to start a statement called Scarface. Plug, me and Scarface. Plug your shit and your begging. And you be, hey, but you, you, yeah, you on, right on time with that, man. Bro. Come on, man. Trying to get right you them downloads and numbers. Appreciate that, man. Trying to get you them downloads. Need that numbers. We took it different. You know what I mean? And I think, you know, the shit hit like out the blue. We're in Golden State right before game four, you know, and it, and it leaked and we found on, uh, on social media. And my reaction, what I think was different from others people's reaction, but like I touched on on, the, on that Sean Key episode last time we were here, I faced real racism. Right. You know what I mean? Like mannequins, dyed nigger, swastikas all over my school. Like I faced real racism. So to hear an old ass rich white man say, speak to, 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 to the black culture that way, it didn't really trip me out because like I said, like you just touched on, he's definitely not the only one that thought that mm -hmm. way. He was just the only one dumb enough to get, get you know, to get caught by a snake of a a snake, a rat neck ass, goat mouth ass woman he was dealing with. Body to your body. Yeah, man, you know what I mean? So to me, it didn't really trip me out. So like we, <laughs> as we kind of start, you know, kind of start spreading like wildfire, texting each other like, yo, this shit just really happened. He just said that shit. So we, you know, next next day we come in and, and Doc handled it beautifully. I think this is the first thing for the new commissioner, 
the first thing on the new commissioner's plate. And then this is our first year with Doc, and Doc was a shield for our team. Doc was just like, hey, you know. First he thought, he asked what we thought, and we everyone kind of expressed our opinion. He said, whatever you do, kind of do it together. But then Doc was kind of the shield for our team. Like, he wanted, you know, he, obviously everyone knew it was the worst time to have this shit drop, but he was the only one that talked to the media about it. He addressed all the questions, and we were just allowed to go out there and, and try to focus, try to play. We heard hella shit. You know, you guys shouldn't play. You should boycott. How can you play for a racist owner? How can you do this? How can you do that? And I'm thinking, like, Y'all know, I mean, first of all, we feel like we have a good enough team to win a championship, but. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. if they say something, so you just not going to go to work? You know what yeah. I mean? So like I said, it was never, we were never playing for Sterling. We were pl always playing for us yeah. and trying to build our own tradition and trying to get the Clippers, you know, from being a doormat to a respectable team. So. We got all kinds of crazy, you guys should do this, you guys should do that. But we just sat down and, and talked and we threw ideas out there. And I actually came up with the, you know, let's flip our shits inside out and we get out there, throw them on the ground and kind of just let everyone know. We know what he said was wrong, what he did was wrong, but we have a bigger goal and it never had anything to do with him from the beginning. You think that just that hovering over y'all, a pick a job play? No, I mean, we got our asses blown out in game four, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, but we ended up winning the, 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 the series in seven, and then we were up 3-1 against Houston, and we tricked that off. So I don't think, you know, it was noise, but it was, you can't blame us tricking shit off on that. It was yeah. just another distraction that we that's had to just, deal that's with. That's just not the right motivation. No, not from your owner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right not motivation. from the situation. And then I, you know, so it was just, it was definitely a black eye, but like I said, it was a chance for Adam Silver you know, to kind of, okay, your first year on the job, this is your, 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 your you know, what are you going to do? And handled I, it gracefully. Handled it amazing. I think that's when he kind of showed people, okay, you know, I'm ready for this heavy lifting. He, he did what he's supposed to do. He got the dude out the league, and we've been moving on ever since. Mm -hmm. So this is also a, a time, you know, within that 2015, 16, 17 era when we kind of start losing pillars that, you know, were greats in our time. You know, this is when uh, a window of time when Tim retired, Kobe retired, Dirk mm -hmm. retired. I think D-Wade was the last one to leave. Paul KG. Pierce retired. Yeah, Kevin Garnett retired. We lost some greats of the game, and it was kind of a, a changing of the guard. Although, you know, arguably, Braun was still the best player at that time. You know, Kobe was obviously right there, mm -hmm. you know, and, and there was a time where Kobe was the best player in the world. But we lost, you know, guys that carried this league for 15 you know, 20 yeah. years. Mm -hmm. So it was a crazy time. And, you know, you got a chance to play with Tim. And, you know, I got a chance to play with Kobe. I had great battles with Garnett. Garnett was a motherfucking dog. I wish he was. I, I did a radio interview last night with some Warrior people. And we were, they brought the We Believe thing up. But how true was the us getting Kevin Garnett? Do you know? Because you were, you were Nelly's right hand. It, it went Nelly, his dog, and then Jack. Yeah. You were his black ste stepson. I, I basically was. Yeah. Shout out Nelly. For sure. I I didn't hear nothing about it, bro. So you didn't know if we were actually, or was that rumor if, or anything? I, I honestly think, I honestly know for a fact, if they would have heard anything about KG, I would have said something to y'all. Can you imagine, though, if KG would have came to our We Believe team? That shit would have been sickening. I don't even want to think about it, bro. Yeah, we passed that. Stop yeah. reminiscing. Yeah. But like I said, it was, it, it was the nah, end. Nah, damn that. KG, BD, you. Me, Al, Al, Monte, Monte, Petrus. Could have been ugly. That's dangerous. Could have been ugly. And like I said, changing of the guards. These guys are on their way out. New guys are, are, are rising. Uh, like I said, LeBron kind of had the throne at that time. But shortly after that, we get we, we get Giannis. That time. 
Kawhi comes on the scene. He had the throne at that time. Yeah. How long has he had the it's throne? It's only, he, he, what you mean? He's been on the throne for how long? C-minute. How long was that? So, so how long has LeBron been the, with him and Kobe overlapping, because it was, you know, only those two at the time were considered probably, you know, how long was LeBron the best player to you? I think LeBron has been the best player in the league every year except his first two years. I think from, from his third year on, he's been the best player in the league to me. I'm not mad at that. From his third year on, he just dominated. That's when he just... All around. Oh, my goodness. I just got to give him his card. From his third year on, LeBron, LeBron has been the best player in the league. With guys like Tim Duncan and Crazy. KG and all those guys being Crazy. in the league, Kobe, all those guys. He's been the best. And the teams he took to the finals. He was going to the finals every, every year, year while those guys were in the league. Every year. <laughs> With whoever he had. Let's go. Whoever. Get on my back. Come on. You, you want to come? Okay. You know come where we're going, right? Kane. We're going to the finals. To, come on the throne. I'm not mad at that. Thanks. I'm not mad at that. So, like I said, with with the pillars of the of the community, the elder statesmen kind of exiting. This is like, like I said, LeBron's at the top, and then you have Giannis is coming in. You have Kawhi is making the name for themselves. Steph, Clay, Draymond, with what the Warriors did, KD and Russ and Harden, all these new guys are ready to step up and be that wave of player. And 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 the game itself has changed as well. You know what I mean? It used to be a Something we both hung our hats on was playing defense. Right. You know what I mean? And that, and that is on its way out as we're finishing as players. But, you know, with this new, almost I call it like, you know, the what, what was it called in baseball? When, when, when the home run ball was going. This is kind of just a, just a new era of just crazy scoring and, and style of play. And I think a lot has to do with the Warriors. You know what I mean? People always say you live by the three, die by the three. But, you know, Steph and, and Clay and, and these guys changed the game. What people don't understand, though, they did change the game, but they changed the game by having two of the best shooters ever. ever. Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code ATS. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like will they score more or less than 30 points? Or have more or less than 8 assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code ATS. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code ATS. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. 
That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. They Ever. played the same way we played. We just didn't make as many we shots. We just didn't make as many shots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we was definitely we playing we the small ball style, yeah. Well, people talked about defense. Every year, they in the top 10 defensively. So people talk about they're not playing defense. Their offense makes them have great defense. defense. So people yeah. have to stop saying that they yeah. don't play D because they was always one of the top defensive yeah. teams. Every year they won it. But I think, too, from the fact of, like you said, although they were the greatest shooters, it was just, it was always, you know, you hear the TNT crew, that you can't win with the three ball, you can't do this with the three ball, and, and, they, and they proved the game wrong. And now with just this newer generation of kids coming up, it's about shooting threes. Man, I, I go to these AAU games, and I tell you, you go, it's in, you, I coach, you go it's ten, insane. Yes, you go 10 possessions. And ain't nobody touched the paint. Bro, it goes Everybody's insane. just watching. You know, the, the, the key to the offense back in the day was they had to touch the paint. Right. You know what I mean? You know, work inside out. And now it's work out and further out and further out. Half court. Which is crazy. From big, the logo. With all these big 6'9", 6'10", 260, 252 fluid guys moving, a little dude, you know, named Steph Curry comes in and, 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 and finds a way to be effective, not being athletic, as strong, as, as big as these guys, but just as effective, he if not got more. Yo, yo. Oh, there's though. no question. He got the whole package. He can handle the ball like no the other, bro. And get it. And you saw him early dribble. on. You, I mean, you were his teammate. When you he, know we mean? drafted him. Kind of the end of what our team was with, you know, Monte and you, you and Monte hung around. You asked to be traded, right? Yeah, when, when they drafted, like, they, all y'all was gone. Right. All my home was gone. Everybody that I was around. I was and obviously, there. no one knew Steph was going to be. Who I had he was. no clue. I had no clue. How long clue. were you with him? I was with him like a month or two. Oh, okay. And the time wasn't good because the time I was with him, Brandon Jennings gave him 55. Mm. So I didn't see yeah. <laughs> I didn't see this stuff with that day. Uh-huh. I didn't see that happening. But shit, he, he sure proved me wrong. Yeah. And a lot of people wrong. Right. I, I absolutely agree. Also to think, too, how, you know, now we can kind of touch on that, that, that warrior run and that warrior dynasty, how they built, you know, like I said, LeBron took it to, you know, teams – I'm going to where I want to go uh, and, and come join me. And then the Warriors did it the old traditional way, you know, through, through, through great draft picks. Three and, great draft picks. And, and you know, uh, front office moves and, and strategic moves. You know, Jerry West was in that mix. You know, Bob Myers and the rest of the crew, they were in there kind of constructing that team. And, and, and it kind of like, okay, well, damn, they did it the right way. You know what I mean? And then you look at Philly. Trusting the process, they did it the right way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. So it's, there's kind of, do we see what way is going to work? You know, now we've kind of have a little bit more parity where it's kind of more two stars and three stars. But do you see it staying? Come play with me, or do you see it kind of going back to the old traditional way of you know building through the draft? I think it's going. It's, it's got to the come play with me. Let's build our team. My home. A little bit of both. It's going to stay that. It's oh, going to okay. stay there. Okay. Because that's the only way you can win now. It's too late to go back to the other way. You go back to the other way, you're going to be at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. You have to team up with guys. Too many, too many teams are good, and too many teams 
have two or three All Stars. They might not make it to the All Star game, nice caliber and they players. may put up All Star numbers. Uh-huh. You know, it's a lot of teams like that. So I, I, I think it's going to stay where guys going to continue to try to play with each other because the guys want to win now. Guys want to be loyal. Like Dame Lillard, he want to show some loyalty. Right, right. So it's good that they, that they can make a move and get a guy like Carmelo to add to their team. They can get big fella back. They can have a good chance to win it. So I think I think guys want to stay loyal and win it, but at the same time, they're, gonna, they're still recruiting guys to their situation. Yeah, and like I said, the process takes too long, and we live in a time and age where trusting the process is going to get a whole bunch of head coaches fired and, yep. and, and management fired. and A bunch of trades. You know, tra- you know, exactly. So it's it's really now, like I said, the, the, the door has been open. I think the Warriors are kind of an exception, but even they, you know, were able to recruit, you know, KD and, and kind of solidify their dynasty. So I think I agree with you with the game has changed and it's changed forever when it comes to that. I mentioned previously how trust the process is the process that the Sixers took and a lot of people, you know, had mixed opinions on, on if that is the process. They've had a handful of talent of late. You know, they, they've obviously built around Embiid and Simmons and, and, and did some good things around them. What do you think about them as a, as a team right now and well, their the, chances? The, the person that the slogan was made for, Embiid, trust the process, he's not happy with the process because he's first person to speak on not having Jimmy Butler is a big problem. Choosing Tobias Harris over Jimmy Butler was a big mistake. They had they had a chance to, to to cater to Jimmy to keep Jimmy there. I think Jimmy is a better fit there, and he was leading those guys. The guy who uh, and B who they who they land putting their hat on who's, who's, the, who's the big fella of their team. He was the first person to say that he he's upset with Jimmy Butler not being there. Jimmy Butler was that killer. is your star player. For him killer. to say that, yeah, things are not right there. Right. So they trust in the process, but they made their process took a step back when they let Jimmy go. So you don't see them having a chance to win anything? No, I wouldn't say that because they're in the East. They have a chance to still win the East. Mm-hmm. You know, they they still have uh, Hartford and Embiid together mm-hmm. in the paint. I think JJ Redick was a big loss too. Big loss too. Uh-huh. You know, so that's that, that's two big pieces, two veterans, two two guys that can yeah. go anywhere yeah. and help any team right now. You yeah. know what I mean? Jimmy Butler's an All Star, so I it's just be interesting. It's going to be real yeah, interesting. If, if the process works. You know, and at the end and of the Ben day, Simmons the, been playing well. Yeah, I love Ben Simmons' He's game. He's been playing well. And to me, the only way the process works is with the championship. That's, That's it. We're right. going to see. Right. You know, but that West is, is I'm not heavy. trusting it right now, though. You know, you're not rolling with the I'm trust. not trusting it. I'm I like not. them. I like that. To me, that they were my pick earlier to come out of the East, you know, and I haven't really wavered from that pick. So we'll see how it goes. But let's, uh, let's talk about how the style of play has changed. You know, I think we got the old, uh, the taste of the old, Physical era. You came in when, 2000? 2000. I was 2000, 2003, then actually locked in 2004. So we got a little bit of the hand check and physicality and, and, and that part of the game. And that's what I loved. That's something I knew how to play. Mm-hmm. Like, I still play like that. That's why, I, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm not in the NBA playing the big three because the big three got the old, old rules. It was fun. I mean, we would talk, we would talk about the, the dogs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With the hand check and the hard fouls, you know. And I think... One again, back to going to Melo. Melo got a taste of that too. Mm-hmm. And as you see, if you see Melo mm-hmm. play on the court right now, yeah. you can tell he's he comes hungry. from that old school style he's saying, basketball. He's saying dog. fuck all the doubters, though. He's out there playing with, and I love it. He's saying fuck everybody. I love it too, me. man. But, and, but you like his motor and his hunger. Like you don't see. A couple weeks ago, there was one play where he had three offensive rebounds in a row and finally about. went through someone's mouth. Like, yo. But that's that old school like, style welcome, of ball. Yeah, welcome to that's this how we play. That's how He's we play. He's out there demo on some motherfuckers though. Like I could tell some people guard Melo are scared. But that's gonna transfer over to everybody on the team. Watch, no, I'm no, telling man. you, it was a good pickup. Man, great pickup. It was a good pickup. But let's, like I said, it went from 
being able to be physical to barely be able to touch slowly like almost flag football now yeah but at the same time <laughs> and i tell people you know because i kind of think like i was one of the last of the dying breeds to kind of like be like a defensive minded three and d type yeah. you know there's like maybe a camp maybe five or six of them in the NBA now but it was like it was kind of the end of what that kind of last real raw defense was about and like I said we didn't really get to play the defense they got to play in you know obviously the 80s and 90s but it was our form of it but now with there being no defense the game has grown you know what I mean and then you think about it strategically and from a business standpoint like when you turn on sports center you don't want to see like a defense, like an 83-89 game. You know what I mean? People want to see 120 points But you don't want to see... You're right. You're out. We don't want to see four teams losing by 40 40 points. You know what I mean? But you got to think highlight-wise, dunks, three-pointers, transitional game, like that's what the game is. So that's why it's kind of crazy that they've gone away from you can't play no defense now. I feel like if you in the NBA and you get beat by 40, (laughs) when the playoff time come, they need to send you to the NCAA tournament. (laughs) There's some good teams that, that have lost by, by 30 or 40, 40 and, and, and still done well. You know what I mean? You, you got to be careful saying shit like this because everyone will look shit up. Like, the Lakers lost by 41 one year. I can't, I can't, remember, I can't remember me being on the team losing by 40. I'm That's sorry. It's a lot of points. 40, dog? It's a lot of points. I don't, I would, I, either, I got, <laughs> either I was kicked out or I filed out. I'm not, being, I'm not being involved in I'm not being a part of a team that's losing by 40. Yeah. I'm getting kicked out on purpose. You are. I mean, I don't even have to say what you know. I was. You can kick out too. There's no question. <laughs> Forty points. No question. Fuck hey, no. Nah, ain't nobody taking hey, that shit. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Giannis dunked on Julius Randle. I think from the Knicks. Ooh. My God. I and said, just I, stared I, at I, him. I would have had to. I would have had to swing on dude. Just stare off the vert too. No dribble. Incredible. Long mm, with the arm left. in his face. Like it was just like, ugh, like. That's how it's supposed to be. Done. Yeah. It's. Greek free could have played back in the day. I like Greek. He's an animal. They, yeah, but they would have tried to punt it. Like, imagine him coming to the lane with Shaq. He would have dunked on Shaq one time, and Shaq would have tried to take all this shit out. Like, all of it. That's why, like, you know what I mean? I got a chance to play with Shaq on the backside of his crib, but, he, you know, in his heyday, we used to talk, and I'm just like, you know, when someone's cooking, a guard was cooking, he would tell him to send him to the paint, and Shaq would lay their ass out, and it would slow their whole momentum down. You know what I mean? And I think, though, like, Stuff like that is strategically doing shit like that and then kind of enforce. I miss that kind of stuff. I, you know what? I, I, I got to say this about Shaq. I got a story about Shaq. I had the most vulnerable moment ever with, ever with Shaq, though. So, you know, we, man, I'm Shaq real cool. When we play something, you know, I always run up to him and give him a little chest bump. That motherfucker's so strong, bro. Man, I'm, you know, I'm not even thinking about it. I run up to him and give him get ready to chest bump. Man, he really not paying attention, but he turned around the last minute. This motherfucker catch me mid-air. <laughs> I'm like, man, if you don't put me the like fuck a baby, down, huh? all these people out here, this nigga catch me mid-air. Like now, a I, baby. I felt so, I'm like, come on, man, this dude cannot be big that big, dog. I got some crazy stories about Shaq and Phoenix, man. He was a big-ass prankster. Big-ass kid. Oh, man. When we get him on the show, I'm going to call him on some of the shit he did. You got, people are going to be blown away with some of the shit Big Fella did. <laughs> well, let's go. Well, I mean, with turning of the decade, you know, we're heading into a, a, a new start where we have some great duos. Complete shift. 2020. 2020. Uh, would you say right now arguably the best duo is AD and LeBron? I think that's safe to say. No. Ooh. The Kang and the Brow. Oh, that's what you're talking about. The Kang and the Brow. That's their names. K-A-N-G. That's going to be a duo if they could, you know, play together for, you know, a handful of years that that's, that's going to go down to history. Remember I said that he was, I said that Braun wasn't playing like the dog after that first game of the season against the Clippers. I said he need to play with more dog. I said, Braun, you can average 40. You can average 50 if you want. 
He's been getting triple doubles every night. Best record in the league. The, the Lakers are tough. I'm not even gonna lie. You know, I, I love. I mean, Lakers. Are Ron my can average ninety. 10, yeah. 90, <laughs> 10, and twenty-five that. if he wants. Just don't take it easy on him, Bron. Stop playing to the level of your competition. Get seventy points a night because you can. It's but easy. I think he got to pace himself though. He's, he's man, a, damn that just low that management and pace uh, shit. Boy got man. some miles on his legs. You pace. want it now? Or you want it in uh, are you, April are you, or May? Uh, pace. When it's, you want it? I'm asking when you want it. I, I want it every night. You can't have it every night after year seven in year seventeen. That's you what don't you got know AD that? for. Huh? I mean, he pay a million dollars, but let's just think That's just miles saying. and. If, if I spent a million, if we spent a million dollars on our body. Just oh my goodness, we might have spent a million dollars. We'll be playing three. two sports. You'll be playing football and basketball. I'll be playing fucking rugby and, and basketball. I'll we'll be, be all over the place. Huh? And I'll be boxing. I'll be jumping out of jets, all kind of shit if I spent a million dollars on <laughs> a million dollars on your body a year. Nothing shouldn't be wrong with you. Load management. Are you kidding me? Nah, I'm the other way. Pace yourself, bro. I nah, love Brian, seeing, go score love, a million a game, I love dog. seeing you flashes can do it. during the season, but I want to see it in the I want to see it in the playoffs. You the can do it. Just do it. But right down the hall, Kawhi and PG. And, and PG's been back for a minute. Kawhi is Kawhi. You know what I mean? He, he's, he's really hurt, you though. Know, he, it looks like Remember he Lou, is, Remember, Lou yeah. told us that. He's really yeah. hurt. He got to take care of But he's wrong. still doing what he's doing. But I ain't even talking about the low man. I'm just talking about the deal itself. You know, I think when yeah. Paul George, you know, gets his footing back, he's been playing really well. I, I think it's going to be uh, a Western Conference battle uh, final to go down. It's going to be fun. We talk about all these duos. We just think it's duo. On TV? Yeah, we just think it's duo, period. Yeah, they don't even know. Period. Y'all don't even know that. But Giannis, Giannis, Luca. They're scary. Luca's scary. I, Luka, I don't bro. think, I was talking to someone, I don't think, and this is no knock on Braun and no knock on anybody, but offensively skilled, I don't think we've ever seen a player come into the game this right. I mean, some can say Kareem, but I don't even, you know, back in the day when he came in, he came in completely dominant. But Luca's different because he can give it to you any way you want it. Do they know that Luca's a legit 6'9"? Big body. But he's Handles. Only, he's only 20. Step backs. Doing whatever he wants to this league. All the records and numbers LeBron was putting up that when he was breaking at the beginning of his career, Luca's doing the same thing. On him. And squashing them all. It's crazy. He's special, bro. And what I like about him, I say this all the time about players. That's the first thing I notice. He don't back down. From no, nobody. no, hell no. You know what I'm saying? That's the first hell thing, no. especially when you come in, a guy come from overseas to the NBA. The first thing that's they try to do is take your knock. heart. Well, you know that. We, I mean, we that that was always kind of the knock with you know, obviously a handful of them were special, you know. But a Euro, we was trying to punk them off punk the rip. Them, yep. Off the rip. They you didn't couldn't punk Karolinko. No, he was a dog. <laughs> you couldn't punk Karolinko he for was sure. A dog. That motherfucker. Had our whole team, our, our whole offense fucked up in the playoffs. But, uh, you know, like I said, there were some exceptions for, from over, you know, the, the, the knock back then was, you know, they would be soft and you get in their ass and they'd disappear. But that's one thing Luca, he, he's ready for. He wants to get, you know what I mean? He's, he's ready for that head up any day, anytime, anywhere. And you know what's crazy, though? Everybody was talking about when Porzingis get there, how it's going to be crazy. Big. Porzingis is not even on Luca's level. Not close, they don't even but like they, they, I, what I'll give Porzingis, it's going to take him a whole, after this, the type of knee injury he had, I'm not judging him until next year. But I was thinking, I was looking at his number the other day, thinking the way you were, I was just like, I, I forgot it's his first year back from a knee injury. But, like, it's not, it's... Man. Before Porzingis got hurt, we were thinking him up here, but I Batman think... Batman and Robin. I think Lucas even... I think they can still get there. You I, think so? It, I think giving I Porzingis know, another Porzingis year Porzingis off Robin. This, they might have to slide another person in Robin and let him go to be nah. Alfred or something. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> to get Batman stuff ready. 
He's gonna have to, I don't know. I don't think he's robbing. He might I, not I, be robbing. I I, I, I want to hold judgment into Porzingis is more Alfred right now. We need to slide somebody it. in and but be Luka, robbing. Luca's Batman, Superman, incredible The all Dark Knight. All of them. Dark Knight rises, he's he all that. But it said, I mean, uh, you know, you could check you could check my, my my paperwork. You know, I was telling people when he first came in the game that he has a chance to be one of the greatest players. Not only European players, but ever. And you mentioned but while we was talking, you think he's top three in MVP voting right now. I think Luca will finish this year top three MVP. If not, definitely first team All NBA. If he don't win it, yeah, definitely first team All NBA. And he's he's gonna be there for a long time, yeah. though. He stay no, healthy. He's gonna be there for a long time. I agree. I um, gotta get a Luca jersey. Shout out Luca. Shout out Luca for real. He ain't got nothing to ask for though. Besides, that. just tell him to send you a jersey. No, Luca ain't got no shoe deal yet. I, you know, I'm, I'm keeping him. He, he, he's, he's still trying so out shoes. Tell him to send you. A, you don't want a jersey? I don't want a jersey. I, I, I'm, I'm you gonna get one? I'm gonna get one. Support. We, we gonna go to a game or something? I'd like to. Yeah. I would definitely like to do Cuba, this. Cuban, Cuban, homie. Rick, call out a homie too. You mentioned something earlier about Lucas saying, uh, you know, and this is almost talking to, to, to the defense and what the game is like now. It's easier to score in the NBA than it was overseas. Yeah, and, and it makes sense. You know, he playing overseas, it's probably him. You know, nine times over when you're overseas, you have two Americans. So it's probably him and another guy that's actually getting paid attention by defense. So they're shrinking the defense. Everybody's keying the on them. Right. In the NBA, everybody has to be tend to. Everybody's hugging their man. Right. Everybody got to be respected. So he just walking to the paint. He has more space than anybody, more space than he's ever had yeah. to go one-on-one. And then in the NBA, guys, they it looks like the guys take more pride in playing defense, but they have to because they're right. on the island. They want to be, yeah. So, and and, and Luka exploits everybody. They want to be embarrassed. And like I said, I think it's great for the game that to have like players like Giannis and Luka, and I think that talks to at the beginning of the decade how it's, it's grown globally with social media and what players have been able to speak up about and you know show that in the NBA is just an all-around amazing thing to be a part of. It's a global game. You know, it's definitely a global game. So it's, you know, you're, you're starting to see more younger European stars and that is what continues to grow the game. And like I said, these players continue to get the contracts that they're getting. Have you seen Thon Maker's brother? Nice. Like the 11th grade, something, seven Young, foot. tall. He handled scary. all that. It's crazy. I forgot the kid's name, but there's a young KD coming up the the, the pipeline too. Emilio, yeah. or Emilio, yeah. I forgot I, what the kid's name. Yeah, I don't know his name, but I've seen him. Boy, he is nice. He's special. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, bro. <laughs> I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford 
Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health, but by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like, choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline let's transition right now into as we close out the 2010s me and jack sat back and made a few lists don't try to go crazy. Just our list. You like it? Agree? If not, I don't make give your a damn own how list. Y'all feel. Right? But you know how people when you start making like oh, you said so and so, man. We don't care. We'll care about all that make shit. This is what list. we think. You guys tell us what you think. But we're gonna start it off with the top five moments of the past ten years, mm. and we'll start at number five. Kobe's last game. In in a store career, seventy-five billion points. Yeah, 60 points, had the whole stadium going crazy, and that's only right. Like, who goes out with their last game being 60 points? Kobe. Say that less. Was, that was crazy. I mean, it, it was just good to watch, man, knowing how hurt he was. Right. And to see him finish, to go out like that. And how he stuck around, you know, like I said, especially with the climate today, a lot of guys bounce, you know, to get that ring at the end, and Kobe stayed true. Kobe rode the ship until that motherfucker sank. Letting a lot you know of players I mean? be out respect. there 110% healthy and can't get 10 points. Right. Sorry, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> good shout out to Cole. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Let's go. You back? Four. Four. Kawhi Leonard's buzzer beater against Philly that ultimately gets the Raptors and then and Canada their first championship. Note to kids that watch that. You see he held the, the follow through. through. The Coach gooseneck. He just sat there and watched that motherfucker going bounce, bounce. Ah, send everybody home. You got to keep your father through. Coach Jack, top you. five moments. Number four with, you know, Kawhi. You say what you want about Kawhi, but he's got, what, two championships and two finals MVPs? And defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year, and he, he led Toronto Raptors to their first championship. And then game the, there was offering him the world out there, too. Free cars, free houses, free life, I'm just saying, meals, you, you go to a money. country and get them a championship. And you need to bounce go. like you can't they, even be mad at it. Can't be mad at it. Respect the game. Respect it. Check it. And number three, Russell Westbrook's triple double run. I think we get uh, as a society we see greatness and we get almost tired of it and not really historically understanding how amazing what this man did was. As a basketball player, it was it, it was just unbelievable. Me knowing the few triple doubles I had in my career. Yeah, I only had one that was close to like five. I probably had yeah. three or four. Yeah, you know and what I mean? To consistently average it for what, was it two or three years? And to even to the point where he went and got 20-20-20 for Nip. Shout out, rest in peace, like, Nip. Like, that was 20, crazy. 20 on the 60s, yeah. Yeah, that's, that was crazy. You know, so definitely Russell Westbrook's one was definitely top, uh, one of the top moments. Triple double machine, for sure. The Warriors, but not for their dynasty, so to speak. It was the year they, they beat the Bulls record when they surpassed the 72 and 10 with 73 and 9. They didn't win the championship. But they didn't win the championship. So that's kind of yeah. the asterisk. Like, yeah. That's you tough. Play good all your regular. It was a great regular season team. Yeah, but that's also, you, you got to think that. So that's when they beat down 3 1 to OKC. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they beat OKC, losing the finals, come back with yeah, easy money. Easy money. And, and, and you know what I mean? Solidified the, the, the end of their dynasty. And the number one moment of the 2010 decade to us 
was LeBron's block in Game 7 on the road. Huge. After leaving Miami, coming back to his hometown and, and winning Cleveland their first championship in 50-plus years. Man, that was amazing. That saved, that changed the whole series. That saved, that saved it. That was it. I mean, he made a lot of blocks during the course of that year. He played year. amazing. You, you know, know what I mean? mean? But, but just that, that block that is what captures block it. block on the road. You, you see know? how high he was? Like, I, chin above the rim, like, blocked it with all this shit. Most great players, especially in the finals, if you look back in the history of time, most great players, their moment and their play is on offense. Mm-hmm. Is on that defense. was a defensive play. It just kind of speaks to what LeBron is. LeBron could beat you in many different ways, you know, not just scoring. <clears throat> so that was our top five uh, moments. So let's get into some honorable mentions that just missed the cut. Um, yeah, one of them I don't feel, but feel free. Dirk. Ooh, you like that? One of them I don't feel, but feel but free. But feel free. Ooh, that's a bar. Bar? That's a bar. You coming back? You don't have your sunglasses on to rap right now. No, not right now. Dirk. Dirk's won championship. And, and, and what they did to get it, um, I was on the Laker team that they swept out of the playoffs in the first round, and they went up against that, that, that big three of Miami. And uh, they got their first champion. Dirk was dominant. That was big. That was big. I mean, nobody, everybody thought that big three was going to win that. And win three seven, in a row. Eight, nine. The, there was all that. And, and Dirk came in there and, and installed himself in in convincing me. fashion. Dame Lillard's waved goodbye to the Thunder. That's epic. Dame is cold. That's epic. You got to think, too, it's not even on you, but the shot he hit to knock Houston out a few years before that. Yep. But his goodbye, his, his wave to Paul George, the him on the ground. From. Deep. The logo. Deep. So, I mean, that was all, you know, shout out Dane. Shout out Dane. Shout out Dane. Dollar. <coughs> Again. Um, LeBron finally gets over, uh, you know, the David and Goliath situation in Boston in 2012 to, to win his first, first title. So that was just missed the cut. KD's scoring run. I think we forget, you know, in his MVP year, his 2014 year, 41 straight games of 25 or more. How many of them games was it me and you? We was definitely in the mix, probably. <laughs> but it's crazy with Kate. You know, he was just one of the most efficient dudes. You could play good defense, but he's just so much bigger than yeah, you. It didn't matter. Man. One of the best goals. One of the best goals I ever seen. All in my time. Life. And then Ray Allen's shot <laughs> against <laughs> in the 2015. <laughs> but you don't like what, what's my wrong man, with that? What's allergies. Wrong? You Ray don't like allergies. that shot? I have Ray allergies. You got a problem with Ray? Like. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so anyway, man, that was our honorable mention. Um, Next. Moving right along. Moving along. We want to rank the top ten players of the decade and so when we say this and, and we maybe leave some people out or have them in the ranking or not in the ring you got to realize we kind of felt like some of these guys carried over and ended their careers in the 2010s but not weren't necessarily their best body of work in the 2010s right. with this list so we're not ranking any of these in order we want you guys to put them in order but we're just giving you what we feel are the top 10 but let's start off with the top five Damn, but we uh, don't give a fuck either go ahead <laughs> You want to make sure they I know that, right? Remind their ass because they we, be saying all kind of shit. We gonna get the honorable mentions out the way first. Start with Paul George. PG PlayStation. I love PG, bro. Coming off an of coming back off an of injury. A couple injuries. Yeah, but that yeah, the big one for the Olympic team and, and came back to do what he uh, has done and, and and doing what he's doing with the Clippers now. I always got a lot of love for PG. One of the Top best three two way players, players in the game. Oh yeah, there's no question. Kyrie, one of your favorite players. Uh, the human joystick. Crazy. Uh, one of the best finishes I've seen. Rod Strickland on steroids. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm, I'm just a fan of his game. Not only his shoes, but I'm a fan of his game. Boys. Yeah, Melo, someone we've advocated we for, and been a big fan for us. You know, I mean, and, and, and his, he's only honorable mention because in his heydays, I think we're more of the 2000s. But he was a monster. Yep. 
Hall of Fame when Gladys back on Portland. You know, you see me and Jack advocating for him, and everyone's out there talking shit, saying he couldn't do this, couldn't do that. He's playing now very he's well. Player of the week. Very playing, where you can say what you want, but he's playing very <laughs> well in Portland, and we're happy for him. Someone I got a chance to play with and has just had the worst luck I've probably ever seen a player have is Demarcus Cousins. Yeah, we both love Boogie too. He was on pace to, you know, numbers wise, to being one of the all time greats with his numbers he put up in Sacramento, and then going to. New Orleans and on the brink of a, a you know signing a huge deal tears his Achilles. I was at that game. Were you? Yes. You know then comes back and signs a you know a little small deal with Golden State tears his quad when coming back and then the following summer tears his ACL. So mm-hmm. it's been nothing but bad luck. But we wish Boogie the best. His best uh, days ahead though. Regardless absolutely, what Boogie. And then one of my former teammates and to me one of the the greatest point guards and, and leaders the game has ever seen. I think he gets a bad rep sometimes, but Chris Paul. Probably the smartest point guard I've seen play in my time. Chris Paul was a killer, man. One of the most competitive. I put him right up there with AI and Kobe as far as competitiveness and guys that I play with. Chris is, Chris is a monster. But let's get into our top 10. This is not in any particular order. Like I said, we're going to let you guys judge it. We want to see what you guys think. So make sure you guys tap in and tell us what you think your order is. But we feel like these are the top 10 players of the 2010s, starting off with Dwayne Wade. Flash. I think he's the number three shooting guard all time behind MJ, Kobe, D-Wade. What do you think? I can't argue with that. Right. Um, dominant his whole career. He, he has the, the championship to back it up. He has the final MVP to back it up. I mean, I can't argue with you on that. You shouldn't. Steph Curry, someone who came in and changed the game. Um, you know, you live by the three, die by the three, and they, they found a way to build a dynasty out of the three. And someone who's come in, like you said earlier, with – a joystick handle too, and has revolutionized the game. How many and how many people can you say has done that? That's changed the game. Handful you know what of saying? them. A handful of them. James Harden, on an offensive run, we've we've never seen, or, or we haven't seen in our lifetime. Obviously, one of the the, the greatest all-time offensive players we've ever seen. I'm speechless when it comes to James Harden <laughs> because, like, as you've been, but you've been working on your actor shit, huh? Like your mannerisms and yeah, all your yeah. breathing am, and all that. I you, I've been you guys see this? Jack is out here trying to be an actor, man. Fuck with him. Right. Vaccine. Okay. Um, but James, though, like, it's, I don't understand. Like, as much as we play defense and as hard as we work, it was no way that somebody would be move so nonchalant and score points like that on us. Like he's getting sixty and he's not even sweating. He, he don't have a, 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 a strong body. He look kind of fat like he drink beers all day. You know what I'm saying? And he's getting he's 60 a game. I got some of that James Harden. Uh, I got frustrated when one time I just had to throw him on the ground. I just don't deal with getting torched too well. Yeah. What can you do? And, and people get mad at him because he's mastered the game. He's learned how to make people foul him. He's learned how to go to the foul line 20 times. Although I think the refs still call some bullshit fouls every once in a while on his three-point shots. But he's mastered. And I think people get mad at the fact that he's outsmarted the game almost and become one of the most prolific scorers we've ever seen. Kawhi Leonard. The claw. Two-time champion, two-time final MVP. You know, you had him as a, as, as a young boy in San Antonio, and you, you, you talk, I remember you telling me you saw something in him early. Yeah, I, I knew, well, one, I knew that he wasn't going to be in San Antonio. <laughs> Let me say that. Two, I knew he was going to be one of the top players in this league. He was focused. The way he was built and his, uh, his knowledge of basketball and the way he played the game, like, he was similar to Tim Duncan. He's even killed. Can't nobody take him off his game. You can say what you want to him. You can knock him down. He know he can play the game, and he's going to play the game well. And he, he was focused on being the best. Kobe, 
Someone I think obviously his best days were probably uh, 2000s, but he definitely was a killer coming into the early part of 2000 up, up until he, you know, kind of body started giving out. When you say Bean, that speaks for itself, man. Like I, I've seen Kobe from high school to now. And oh, you guys played together at McDonald's, man, man right? Man, Kobe You've seen was, it from the jump. It's just, it was just. It was just special. I heard they robbed you of the MVP in that game, too. What happened? Well, 1996 McDonald's All-American game. Go check, the, go check the footage. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Thanks for asking. Go check the footage. I think I was maybe 8 for 10 from the field, 3 for 3 from the three-point line, 21 points. Nobody else was even close to 21 points. And they gave the MVP to a guy named Shaheen Holloway. Solid Shout player. out Shaheen Holloway. But I think he had Hall, like, right? Yeah. He had like 8 points, 8 assists, a couple turnovers. It wasn't. We won. He won on stack. It just didn't add up to me. You know what I mean? So when we get Kobe on the show, you got to talk to him about that. I'm going to ask Kobe who he think should have won MVP. And that's what matters. How Kobe played that game. He was solid. You know, he was chilling like, why am I here? I'm going to the league. Yeah, who are you guys? You're beneath beneath me. (laughs) (laughs) Dunk on you. Shoot a fade away on you. And And I'm I'm going to watch y'all play. Yeah, 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 have fun college guys. (laughs) (laughs) Clay Thompson, a silent assassin. And you can say what you want, but Clay could arguably be, if not the, one of the greatest shooters we've ever seen. 60 points in 29 minutes? On two and a half dribbles? <laughs> one step back? <laughs> right. Clay was a killer, man. I remember always having to chase his ass off screens and then getting a chance to play with them and seeing him and Steph, Steph's work ethic outside of the games and how much they shoot and how much they don't miss. Mm-hmm. Like, to really see. I say. Steph has these records and gets more shots up because he's better with the ball, uh, off the ball, and can run pick and rolls and do all that stuff. But it can, when it comes to just straight spot-up shooting, I couldn't really tell you to me who I think is better. It, it's Those guys are right neck and neck to me. A lot of people that don't play basketball don't know how hard it is to catch a ball in a second and move it in your hand to get the seams to shoot a perfect a perfect spinning shot. He does Clay it does it. Oh, my time. God. Dog. And it's quick, Just too. Just watch it. For all you guys that never know what I'm talking no about. No wasted movement. When Clay catches the ball, watch how he shifts the ball <laughs> from like this to where the seams, his hands are right on the seams, and he shoots a perfect shot every time. You don't even recognize it sometimes. Moving right along, Anthony Davis, someone that you really like. The brow. He could could have been. I mean, you know, what I mean, could have been MVP the last handful of years. Man, I love AD. That's something going great with the Lakers now and Brian. Yeah, I, I caught him ten dunking on steroids. Now everybody's stealing all the smoke hits, stealing our stuff and saying we stealing all the steroids. That was just it. Come on, man, that's our shit. They taking yeah. our shit. Talk but to it's him. cool. You ain't tripping. I ain't tripping. Okay, we'll get, we'll get him later. Yeah. Uh, Russell Westbrook, monster. <laughs> the uh, human Duracell battery. Man, to overcome the injuries he's overcome. And to put up the numbers he do, and what I love about Rush, you could, you know, he, he's a hater, love kind of guy. But I think what I, outside of the numbers, what I personally love is that motherfucker plays hard every second he's on the court. I like that he marches to the beat of his own drum. He don't, I don't care. care what y'all think. On and what off y'all, the court, yeah, right. I'm me, love right. it or leave it. You know, hey, I average a triple double, and y'all still kill me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Y'all find, y'all say I can't shoot. Okay, cool. I'm still gonna average a triple. Like. I, I just love the way he approached the game. You know what I mean? I love it. I love love it too. Kevin Durant, arguably one of the greatest scores, if he? not the greatest score we've what ever seen in the game. Is he human? Is he half snake? Half Six eleven and, and plays like a point guard and a two guard mixed with you know three guard, well, actually power forward size. Handle the ball like I mean it's I've never seen nothing it's like scary. him in his efficiency. You know what I mean? I, I think people like I said, uh, James Harden is tremendous, but I think there's a few other guys that if they were in that role, every single night you know I'm gonna shoot 30 to 40 shots. I'm gonna sh- I could shoot 15 to 20 threes, 
could score like that, if Kevin Durant wanted to, he would lead the world in scoring every single year and, and be still more be the efficient. most efficient. No question. Steph could do it too. I think Steph could score like that too if that was his role and that, that was his offensive system. But yeah, Kevin Durant. And then last but not least, King, King James. K-A-N-G. And I think, you know, not only on but off the court, unlike any superstar we've ever seen to do as much as he's done for the game itself, growing the game, giving guys platforms, giving the guys game overall and, and business of basketball and, and, and branding yourself as a business. I just think LeBron has done so much for the game of basketball outside of basketball and on, in, in basketball, you know. And for present and past players. There's no question. Definitely carried the torch. So that was our list. Like we said, no particular order. You guys down in the comments, give us your top 10 players and honorable mentions if you like and see how you fare against our list. Moving right along, teams of the decade. Top teams of the decade. <clears throat> Coming in at number five, we had the Raptors. They've, was, been, they've been hanging around a lot. You know, they, 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 they've been in the Eastern Conference mix. With, dealing with the Kane. You know, and then, then they continue to run into someone who went to the finals eight straight times. Every time they walk to school, they, they go this route. The bullies he there. He right there at that bus stop. He go, they, they go this route. We try to get to school. He right here. They go through Dunkin' Donuts. He had the drive through Like, He's they were all out. fucked up. Yeah. Like, LeBron, get your ass home, bro. We don't have a chance. We got They got LeBron to leave. Tr made a crazy trade that, you know, it's still talked about, but uh, ended up working for him and acquiring Kawhi. Kawhi came about his business just like, like you said, like Russ. Kawhi don't give a fuck what you think. I'm gonna mm -hmm. sit out here and make sure my body is ready to play. Still playing hurt for you. I'm gonna come get you a championship and then I'm gonna bounce. Get these six, seven braids to the back and just Straight. brush your ass. Don't smile. Straight. Whatever. Penitentiary braid job. Yeah. Hold it down. Business as usual. The Cavs and LeBron. The Cavs are the LeBrons. Two and one or different? What are they? I would say the LeBrons. The LeBron? Yes. Someone who went to the uh, finals eight straight years. And remembered a handshake with every teammate every Crazy, year. Crazy, right? Handshake game is incredible. He sat down at a, pre at a, pre at a, pre a post game press conference and explained the whole first two or three possessions of the game to a reporter, dog. Like, that was crazy. Like, how do you remember something at the be that happened in the first possession of the game and they replayed it on TV and it was exactly, you know what I mean? Like, Howard that guy's crazy. Game. He's crazy, though. Isn't that crazy? Your former team, the San Antonio Spurs, man, they picked up uh, one championship in this decade, right? Mm-hmm. But, but just a 50-win uh, team every year. Every year, and it's a plug-and-play to me. I compare it to, like, the New England Patriots, you know what I mean? Pop and Belichick, and they, they create these systems where they're able to plug-and-play guys, and they're not necessarily all the time have the best players, but they're always a team that's going to be competitive, winning 50-plus games for however many years. It was a lot of years. I don't and remember how many. And if you don't many. buy in? Buy the fuck out. They're booting your ass up out of there. You got booted. Because I wasn't buying in. <laughs> You wasn't corporate? I, I'm not. You I was wasn't thugging? a company man. At that time, I wasn't a company man. What are you now? Still not a company man. <laughs> well, you've never been a company no, man. No, no, but what, what, I was a great teammate. Always. No uh, doubt about that. Yeah, he, I wasn't belittling myself. That's mm -hmm. all. Okay. You know I mean? Moving right along, the Heat. Oh, this, <laughs> this dude is crazy. The Heat. Uh, I'm two, a lot of people lately, though. Two out of. <laughs> you got to get something off your chest? Nah, I just can't. You good? Yeah. You need a hug? Nah. Bonzi give you a hug. He came I back to support definitely you. Definitely don't want Bonzi to hug. <laughs> definitely don't. Want uh, the Miami Heat, the number two team of the decade, winning uh, two out of four championships. They should have won more, dog. I think they definitely should have won more. I just, you know, I think if they could have added something to a solid piece to back up Chris Bosh, because he wasn't all the way there at all the time, I and mean, he didn't show up all the time with D Wade and Braun. I just felt like that that mix. They should have won more championships. It's a hell of a comment. It's a hell yeah. of a duo. Yeah. 
And then our team of the decade, the uh, Golden State Warriors, three out of five championships, uh, changed the game. Um, NBA record for wins in a season, although they didn't win a championship, they just, I think they exemplified the old school way of doing it too. Outside of being able to get KD, luring KD away, they, they built through the draft and they, they, they had a great core in uh, Steph, Clay, and Draymond. And people are tripping off what they're doing this year. And, and the way I look at it as, I mean, these guys are just getting a, a, a break. You know what I mean? Steph and Clay have probably played more basketball in the last five years than any player in the history of the game. Uh, you know, Draymond is healthy, but I, I look at his numbers and he's only playing about 20-something minutes a game. Right now what they're doing is letting D'Lo do his thing so they can use him later if they need to trade him because he's a hell of a player. And then they're finding out what these young players can do. They got this one, Pascal, I think his last name is, he's or whatever. Good. He's leading He's leading all rookies in scoring. You mm -hmm. know, and they, he would have never got that opportunity if they have a healthy team. Right. You know, you don't get to show your thing. So you, uh, the kid pool out of Michigan. So what they're doing is they're developing their young talent and they're having trade assets. And then you mess around and put two of the, one of these young good players, D'Lo, in a lottery pick because they're going to probably be at the bottom and they're going to be in the lottery. You trade for a Giannis and you're right back in the game yep. next year. Yep. To close this show out, man, we wanted to say goodbye. I think this, this, the NBA is in great hands heading into 2020 with a lot of young, bright stars. But, you know, with the closing of this decade, we, we saw some greats retire. Man. We saw some greats. So Hate we want to say, go. yeah, Jason Kidd, uh, Bay Area dude, one of the all-time great point guards. My vet. OG. Story. Uh, when Mike Bibby's mom took me to try out. Took me up there to play bass, uh, pickup, and J Kid was there. I remember that like yesterday. Like for him to embrace me as a youngster, I, I always every time I see him, I thank him for that. But that's J Kid was one of the best. That's town business. Man, to play against him in the finals where he was in his in, in his bag man, too. And super RJ bag. and Vince And he had around. something to prove against Tony Parker at the yeah. time because they was talking about trading mm -hmm. him to San Antonio. So mm -hmm. that was special. Shout out J Kid. Absolutely, Dwayne Wade, Flash. We, Flash. we touched on him earlier. You know, great two-way player before. You know. Guy that could do everything. Someone played defense, took pride in blocks, like probably the all-time leading guard in blocks or something like that. Uh, amazing. Kevin Garnett. We talked about him early in the show, if he would have came to the We Believe team, but just what he stood for. I just wish everybody had his passion Man, for the game. it would be crazy. What? If everybody had his passion for the game, it wouldn't be no 40-point blowouts. Got to get him on the show. Yes. Let's fuck with KG. Yes. Um, one of your former teammates and someone you love, Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan, big fundamentals. Uh, Arguably the greatest. Pack, that's our paintball team. Um, <laughs> but uh, Arguably yeah, the greatest power forward of all time. Can do it all. Best teammate. Super smart. You can coach them. Everything. If you want to start an organization, you start it with Tim Duncan. Only thing I'd knock on Tim, he can't dress for shit. Word. That's, you know, <laughs> I fucked with him, but that shit was horrible, dog. That shit was horrible. I mean, that's uh, yeah, horrible. Someone who could could have been one of the greats, but just injury bug and, and, and some bad luck was T-Mac. Man, T-Mac was, was hard to guard, bro. Killer, because he jumped so high in his motherfucking jump Man, shot. But, all right, but his shot was similar to Clay. Like, he was always uh, straight Quick. up and down on the shot. Yeah, Mid-range, get to the basket, dunk on you, shoot deep he's one threes. Of the best, he's one of the best top ten scorers of all time. I agree. I think he's definitely up there. Slept on uh, Steve Nash. Two-time MVP. Two-time MVP, former teammate of mine. Just saw the mine floor too. like no one I've ever seen. You know, up there with, you know, the, the Magic Johnson, the Chris Pauls, as, as, you know, being able to see the floor and make plays for others. Always made his teammates better. Great guy on and off the court. And, uh, you know, he, he had a hell of a run. And Steve more hip than y'all think, too. No, Steve, Steve, Steve is super That's fly. my boy. Yeah. yeah. He get down. Steve solid. Steve get down. Paul Pierce, the truth. 
Very under. He's really underestimated. Like I, I took crazy. a lot of stuff out of his game and tried to add it in my Paul dog. Pierce was an all-around killer. The best. He has the best footwork I've ever seen of any basketball player in my life. Footwork crazy. Clutch gene crazy. Three-pointer mid-range and get there and dunk on you. At two miles power. Talk shit. Play to his pace. At two miles power. Play to his pace. Shout out to Pete. Uh, Dirk. Man. Killer. I don't. We had some people, wars with him. We bro. had some wars, with him, but I really think I would love to get him in and talk to him about it. I think we really made him better with the shit we did to him in the, during that we believe we run. We sure made him tougher because he was MVP that season, sixty three wins. But we for the first time, like people like me and you guarded him, and we changed the game. And every time he, you know, he turned like so. We tried to punk him out of the series, and it worked. We took it. Yeah, we did. But then he came back. Absolute animal. Yep. So that's why I, th- I really think like we were like the like little dogs just nagging the fuck out of him and kind of put him on you know put more toughness in him and well, he came had back to, with a vengeance. He had to go home that summer after losing that first round. Like, Licked them wounds. Yeah, like what yeah, did these motherfuckers yeah, do to us? Fuck that. The Coming fuck. With the ratchet spray everything. Up. We just locked to these dudes. He killer. He was one of my favorite players, man. Just to be able to do what he can do, like you know, one of the original stretch fours. The one leg fade away. Like, there was nothing you can do with. He was just a, mism- a mismatched nightmare. Top five all time? Score no, nah, not top five, but he's up there. Top 10? <sighs> we have to see. Dirk, Dirk is top. He's in the he got 30. He got 30 plus, didn't he? He got a lot of points. So he should. With, I think Dirk is top. If he has 30, he has to be top five, right? Players of all time? Scores. Oh, scores of all time. Yeah, I'm not sure where he ranks on the list. I think I think he's top five. Let us know. You know they'll know. They know the facts. And then, like you said, Kobe Bean, twenty years in the game. You get a hundred points on your way out. Right. Uh, Five championships. Uh, One of the most mentally tough players I've ever seen. Uh, His mental approach was second to none for me. Just all around great. And then, like you said, like who goes out with sixty points? Kobe. I mean, people. People. People living in in, in, the, in the moment and they don't understand how great Kobe is because they so they watching so they watching a great player right right now LeBron, but Kobe was special man. Oh man, Kobe he was, a was special. Killer. And then last but not least, someone who's still pushing along at, at 22 years, Vince Carter man. Shout out Vince. Half man, to half play. amazing. That but name he, fits him even more now. Bro, he took the he took the world by storm when he came into the game in the in the 90s and and what he was doing what he did for Toronto and uh, you know for him to be able to still. The longevity to play 22 years in the NBA like that's hard to do. He also put a spark back in the Olympics too. Oh, when he dunked when over he that seven foot. Yeah, there. yeah, that, that that kind of put a spark back. Only thing him. I didn't like about it, he tried to grow it, and I told him that he, he tried to grow his shit out that year. His shit was fucked. Yeah, that, that back nine. Well, I don't know what that was. Yeah, the PGA tour. I told him to his face, Vince, cut that shit off. I told him later, once we played together, but yeah. that shit was god awful. But outside of that, he was incredible. One of the most athletic, skilled players that we've ever seen. So, shout out Vince. It's been a hell of a decade. The, you know, like I said, the NBA is left in great hands. We got a lot of young, up-and-coming talent uh, with Luca and the Greek Freak Trey. and Trey Young and Ben Simmons, Embiid. The list goes on. Uh, like I said earlier, the Warriors aren't done yet. The Warriors will, you know, find a way to get back in the mix. You know, can the Lakers? Can, can LeBron bring the Lakers back to? to prominence. Can PG and Kawhi bring the Clippers their first title? Possible. Uh, you know, I'm excited to see what this next 10 holds, but I'm about to be 40, bro. Hey. I don't look like it, though, do I? Best days, hell no. Nah. Are they? Like, you know, best days ahead of you, bro. So next time we do this, we'll be 50? I don't yeah. know if we, we do all the smoke for 10 years? 
No, no, no. We ain't going to do it for 10 years. I'm going to tell you that now. That's a lot of years. We're not doing it for 10 years. Anyway, We're going to graduate at some point. Thank you guys for joining us. You guys have a happy, safe new year. And, man, 2020 is going to be crazy. We got some crazy schedules and slates. Both hands. Good work. But, man, check out 2020. We got a lot of shit coming for you guys. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you later. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free at